Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. Grit and Gravitas. Welcome, Annie Carnathan. How are you today? Never better. It's an exciting day. Always the best way to end the week. You say that every time, but it's actually (laughs) quite infectious. We have a super, super incredible guest with us today. I think she's our youngest guest, uh, Kayla Rapaski. Welcome to the Grit and Gravitas uh, remote studio because you are in Nashville, Tennessee. You know, I love that. Love that city. So welcome. We're super excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Annie, you might not know all of Kayla's background. I'm going to let her share a little bit of it. But um, I did study on this. <laughs> I did my homework. So I, fe- I feel like I know her. And then you see her. And of course, you're... I know. So we're um, giving hints yes, to that. Yes. Um, Kayla, you were Miss Pennsylvania in 2018. I was. And graduate of University of Alabama 2019 or 2020? December of 2019. 2019. Awesome. From the Capstone College of Nursing. Great. And you are a Pennsylvania native, Gettysburg, correct? I am. Born and raised in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, full of history. Everyone around the world knows knows uh, where that is. So give us a little, you're, you're in nursing, um, and I had the privilege through Lucy Nazo, dear, dear friend of working with you a couple times when you were Miss Pennsylvania, which is really a lot of hard work. I didn't, oh, I, I want to hear that. all about that. That's that's a major accomplishment. And for people with pride for Pennsylvania, Amen. that is an extraordinary, extraordinary accomplishment. So let's start there, Kayla. Give us just a quick uh, snapshot of what that journey was to Miss Pennsylvania and what you're doing in Nashville now. Yes. So as Miss Pennsylvania, I competed five years in the Miss America organization and won my fifth year. And that gave me the opportunity to go to Miss America 2019, which was the experience of a lifetime. I'm sure. Took off the entire year of school, put a halt to my degree and really traveled the state. I traveled 35,000 miles across the state of Pennsylvania during my year. And one great thing about the Miss America organization is that you have a um, platform or initiative, lost my headphone, Um, social impact initiative that you get to spread across the state. And mine was a nonprofit organization that I created called Think America. And I had several education programs. I would um, talk to kids about social media responsibility and positivity because I love social media, but I think it needs to be used in a positive way and to impact others. I also wrote a children's book, Buddy and the Bully, that I got to spread across the entire state and read to elementary age students. And I also have a Girl Scout patch that I took to Girl Scouts across the state. So it was a really, really exciting year. Um, I got to meet so many wonderful people and being one of them, Lucy Nazo being another one of them. And it was great. And then after the year of Miss Pennsylvania, I went back, finished my last year at the University of Alabama and became a nurse right before the pandemic. (laughs) 
Wow. So first, I got to interrupt you. Like, is that all you've been doing? (laughs) (laughs) You just recounted like what most people don't even achieve in a lifetime, let alone as a very young, I don't know, 23 year old or or however old you are. So incredible inspiration and example. And so you start then as a as a nurse in a global pandemic. So the week that the COVID pandemic rolled out. I began my orientation. Unreal. That's unreal. Oh my goodness. Talk about timing. So tell us what you felt like. I don't even want, like, uh, as a parent, I I would have my own opinions on that. Like, I'd be petrified. But tell us, you know, what was your mindset going into there? It was definitely scary. I started in the intensive care unit in a residency program. And when they told us, you know, this is going to be completely different, you're going to get half the orientation you were supposed to get because we need all hands on deck. In the beginning, we weren't allowed to even treat COVID patients as new baby nurses. And then quickly, I would say less than a month into it, they said, never mind. We need everybody we possibly can. You're, you're in the front lines now. We need all hands on deck. Yes, it was, it was crazy, but I can tell you that I had, I, I learned so much because there was no time to think you had to trust your gut. You had to learn on the spot and everything that you were educated on throughout your years in nursing school. I mean, it all came into play right there. And, and when I hear that Kayla, that has been your entire life as you pay it forward, you're fearless. Right. Yeah. And the ways in which you have the resilience, because I know what it's like just to travel and keep the energy and keep the positivity, but what was it in your heart that has really dedicated you to a life of giving and paying it forward to literally, as you just mentioned, everyone you meet. And now obviously the Lord's work in terms of, of this pandemic in healthcare. Right. I think it really was how I was raised. I come from a family who loves to give my, my grandparents, they, they started a company back in my hometown and everything that they've earned and worked for, they've always given back to everyone and everyone they could. I mean, my father is the same way. We've just, we've always been that way. So I always knew I wanted to be a nurse and Miss Pennsylvania was another way to give back to my community. And then I never in a million years dreamed that I would be giving back on the front lines. And then as a travel nurse, so I began to just travel to states that needed me most. Um, And I've loved it. I, I, I just have always wanted to help people. And this is the best way that I can serve others. Tell us a little bit about being a travel nurse. Like it's, it might be a little more popular now. I had not heard of that pre-pandemic. So explain for our listeners, like, what does that mean? And how does someone pursue that? Right? Well, let's first start out that in when travel nursing, it wasn't so popular, you had to have two years experience to even begin a travel nurse, because you travel to a state, you're given two days orientation versus the month that you're supposed to. And then you're just helping wherever you need, you might be going to the COVID floor, you might be going to any unit that they really are short staffed. Right. So I actually went with only nine months to a year experience because the opportunity arose. They said, we can send you to Washington state. You'll make a lot more money and you can be on the front lines of the COVID pandemic, which like I said, I've always <laughs> wanted to be, you wow. know, the person that is that, where I'm needed. And I knew that I was needed in that way. So I should sure sign me up. So within a month or within a week, we packed up my apartment here in Nashville where I first started my job and I moved all the way out to Washington state and the complete other side of the country. Oh my wow. word. My mom was not a fan. She's like, it's <laughs> really far for you. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us how, how is that adjustment? Like you're doing things that most people 
don't do for 10 years. Or, How did you get comfortable years? with being yeah. uncomfortable? Because again, that has been your entire life. Yeah. Well, I really would say that my year is Miss Pennsylvania. You know, when you're Miss Pennsylvania, you walk into a room and you're briefed on a subject and you are right. expected to talk about it or to be that person in the room that looks like they know everything, but I really have no idea what's going on. So right. I really think that experience and that confidence is what prepared me to be a travel nurse because you walk into a unit, you don't know anybody, you don't know where anything is, and you just have to go with it and, and take good care of your patients and provide good patient care. So I, I built on that and used it. And now I'm on my, my third travel contract and loving it. It's, it's the fear that, that Kayla, you face down right. the fear, right? We all have fear. We all have doubt. We all have, Oh Lord, right? Those first few minutes when your stomach drops and you walk into a new situation. And I think particularly for women, this is really why we're putting this forth with grit and gravitas right, to help right. women in business. But how do you face down that fear and trust your instincts, your heart and your ability to, to be comfortable being uncomfortable in any situation and confident and, and, confident. and, and appear confident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> I just, you know, you just have to trust your gut when you're right. in those situations, you have adrenaline going, you know, when I have a patient that I know is, is not doing well and we might have to start CPR within the next few seconds. You, you just have to trust your gut. And if you know something is going wrong, tell somebody and, you know, get some help on board. But really it's just been, just, uh, I mean, I've prepared a lifetime for, for all of this that, that I've been experiencing. And I don't know, I can't even give you an answer. You just go with it. You go with the flow, you trust your gut, and you just don't let fear get in the way. What a great example. And I, that could be a business fight. I'm going to oh. steal that from you. That could, you know, <clears throat> uh, walking into the room with confidence, going with your gut. You have zero time to make sure every decision you make is going to be effective. And, you know, right. you're, you're there um, really putting your patient first. And what is it I'm, I'm going to say that you change the trajectory of every patient's room that you're there with. Cause I know I've been on the, you know, the end of hospital care as in, you know, two aging parents. And when, uh, when they really needed more hospital care the nursing staff could change the, uh, you know, the environment in the hospital room with a smile. And, and then you're walking into the room confident really helps us like just allay some fears. Like we, nobody knows what the future holds, but when you walk in with a smile and a sense of confidence, you know, I'm sure the patients and the family are just like, oh, you know, maybe today we'll be okay. Kayla is here. Maybe today we'll be okay. There is a lot of just anxiety around COVID. When you have a patient that gets COVID, they get more anxiety, which doesn't help them. But unfortunately, they can't even see our faces. I mean, we've got all right. the garb on, we've got the respirator, and you've got your eyewear on. And uh, I just try with my voice, at least, if that's all they have in my eyes, to show them that they're in good hands and I'm going to take right. the best care of them that I possibly can. Oh, wow. Hey, tell us about your book, Buddy and the Bully, <clears throat> and uh, you know why you wrote that and and what your um you know what your objective with that is so when i was beginning my nonprofit organization i really had the middle school age and the high school age really really well because i was teaching social media responsibility but i couldn't relate to the younger kids and i had to find a way to teach them at an early age 
you know, how to be kind to one another. So I thought, what better way than a book? So I had a girl that I went to nursing school with and she illustrated the entire book for me. And I just tried to put it out there as much as I could. I was buddy and the bully about a dog who meets a bull and they're very, very different. One's very small, one's very big. They look different, they act different. And they really learn how to accept one another and be kind throughout the, the course of the book. Then there's questions in the back that I've written that is really a time of reflection for parents, for me with my audience and my, my students. Um, that they can talk about just ways that they can be kind and and how to accept one another the way that they are. No, that's great. And it's clear the journey about your positivity. You you build bridges and your heart shines through. And if one thing I'll say, it's more difficult right now to be the light. And I often say we can sit and say, oh, we all need to do better. or We can be out there trying to do better. And again, your entire journey is about spreading the light. And when I look in someone's eyes with a mask on, you can absolutely see, you can see that spirit and that light. And I like that about it. It forces you into, right, to concentrate into someone's soul. But, but there isn't a lot of positivity out there. And what, what do you think, Kayla, your resilience is to continue to shine um, when not necessarily people right now are on board with that, right? When it's just more difficult. I would say just, you know, beat your own drum and you just don't let them get in the way. You know, we see so much negativity on social media and sometimes, you know, at work and every, everything that we, we encounter. Um, but it, you don't have to choose that path. And if you choose positivity, maybe someone that you encounter will also choose that positivity. No, she's so infectious. Well, and it and definitely, I say that in a positive term, you know, and not and, in a hospital term. And infectious. you never know what that one second of kindness or positivity does in someone's world because everyone has high anxiety. Everyone has a story. Everyone's coming into your your view for different reasons at different times. And I'm just overwhelmed by how again, by how your life has been your heart full. And there are absolutely moments where you don't feel that way. Right. Definitely. <laughs> I think that one, one thing that I talk about with the younger kids, that's so relatable to every single age is that we talk about, you know, all the ways we can show positivity and all the kids answer. But at the end, I tell you, tell them sometimes it's as simple as a smile. If you right. smile at someone, they smile back. I mean, at the grocery store, it can be in the elevator, walking past somebody, you know, Hey, how are you? Or even just a hello to somebody that you don't know, and you're just in passing. And in turn, they smile back. So automatically right there, you spread that positivity just with a, a simple smile. No, I think the world could use a lot more of that. I know, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm on the board of the Salvation Army. So at our last bell rain, I think I was bell rain like five days in a row. People started, I could, I was like a mini focus group for Carnes, <laughs> knowing who came in there. Um, but I would start randomly, uh, complimenting people coming in. I'd say, Oh, especially the ladies. I would say, I love that animal print coat yes. you have on totally random. And it, it changed. They're like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> so little things, the smile certainly, you know, is a way for us to create positivity everywhere we go. I and remember simple. doing that with you. At, at yes, you did. We, we sang, do you remember that? We sang yes. bells, I think well, we got so many people on board. They sang with us. 
We are not ashamed to pull out every stop. And you were one of the big stops we pulled out. We said, we got Miss Pennsylvania, so we need to fill this bucket. I will never forget it. That was so much fun. <laughs> and it's 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 the heart that she's bringing to that. Kayla, did you always have a goal to be Miss Pennsylvania? Did you let... Did you <laughs> did you let the Lord take you where you went? Like how how focused on that were you? Because that took a tremendous amount of resilience. Right. Well, my first year competing in the Miss America organization, it was just for scholarships. I know I wanted to go to the University of Alabama. Um, and they said, well, you've been a ballerina since you were three years old. This is a great way to keep dancing and to get some college scholarships. So I thought, why not? So I tried it and I didn't even place at the state competition. But I had so much fun. What a story, though. No, wait. That's the resilience of her. Did you say five times you competed? Five times. Twice at Miss Pennsylvania and twice at Miss Alabama. And then I went back my fifth year and won my home state. Like, that's incredible. There, There's another... Brava! Like, like, resilience, never take no for an answer, confidence. So you didn't let the first time say, okay, well, they clearly, I have no future in this. You came back for number two, three, four, and then five. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody, I mean, you should always give yourself at least a second chance. And then the second right. time I made the top 10 and I thought, okay, well, I kind of like this. So I'm going to try to make the top five next year. So I went to Miss Alabama and I didn't even place at Miss Alabama. Um, so then I thought, well, let's just make the top 10 at Miss Alabama. So I went back to the fourth year and I placed top 10. And I thought, well, if I really want to win my home state. So I worked my heart, my hardest. I mean, I crossed every T, dotted every I. Oh. went back with everything that I had and, and came back with the title. Okay, so Kayla... There is a goal setter in I there. Know. Oh, yes. Oh, my, yes. Kayla, as you know, the title to our podcast is Grit and Gravitas. So that, I can't think of a, you know, a better example of grit is overcoming your own self-doubt. The judges, you know, it's totally subjective whether they love you or they don't love you or the timing is right. And the gravitas, you can imagine with Kayla walking in your hospital room or, or a classroom, like you just set the tone for the room. Changes you the have room. That's a presence. Yeah. At such a young age. So, I mean, kudos to you, but you're using that. And you speak of a platform in the Miss America organization. Mm -hmm. And it's probably not what most people think of, when they think of that, you know, we think beauty pageants, and maybe that's an outdated term. I don't know. I'm probably dating myself. But you really took that platform. Tell us a little bit about what you traveled around Pennsylvania, any of the stories you had and how you used your, obviously, the, the message for anti-bullying and the social media couldn't be more, you know, necessary even today. Right. I'm trying to think of like a specific time. I think my favorite moments were with the little kids. I mean, they would lead my presentation of my book and they would say, Miss Pennsylvania, I'm smiling. I'm spreading positivity. <laughs> so that, and they call me, you know, a princess and they want to know if I live in the White House with the president. And they think that I'm, you know, I asked them my age, you're 35 years old. And I was, I think, 22 at the time. Was, you're close. <laughs> but those were my favorite moments. I also got to do a lot with Children's Miracle Network Hospitals with Miss Pennsylvania, um, which is really where my, my nursing came into play. Right. And that was so much fun. I met so many miracle kids um, who knew me by name and I knew them by name by the end of my year. Um, and just being able to be a part of their story was, was really incredible. Well, and Universal Media has a huge connection with Children's Miracle Network. Yeah, our, um, our executive vice president, um, chief customer officer is on the board of Children's Miracle Network at Hershey and has been 
for longer than I can even remember. But one of the things I think you touch on, Kayla, you had fun in Miss America every single year. And, and I think sometimes just the goal mutes the journey and, and the things that you enjoyed and were fulfilled with and really what propelled you. And I say to people, I'm an accidental CEO running a company. <laughs> it just, it happened because of just the journey and it, and, and I arrived here. And so I think what I would want women to know is it's, it's not necessarily a linear thing to a goal. It's more the journey. Yes. You know, I'm struggling with that a little bit right now because, you know, I so badly want to be in administration and leadership um, and be able to be that person that really le uh, leads the nurses over being the bedside nurse. And I, I'm ready to make that jump. And I've asked everybody, you know, how do you get there? What do I need to do? And nobody has a clear answer. Um, so I really think it's just that hard work of keep moving forward, keep, you know, going back to school and getting a higher degree and just finding, meeting the right people and, you know, hearing their story of how they got there and working your hardest to get there. I think that's huge because life, life is really what happens while you're making other plans. And all I did was keep my head down, work really hard, come back from the setbacks and just, I've enjoyed every single second. And I think sometimes it's important, not, not for the when and not just for the goal, but what am I in the moment? You know, what am I doing that makes me feel good? And you are doing what you've always done and what you love to do. And I feel like that's going to deliver you. It's going to keep elevating you. Yeah, totally. That's what I hope. <laughs> totally. So congratulations. We've got to throw this in here. And I told Annie right, right before chatting with you on your engagement. Yes. Yay! <laughs> so were you at, a, were you in Mexico? Where were you? Cause you weren't, you, um, so my, my fiance is currently living in Florida. He's a construction um, project manager okay. there. So I was visiting him in Florida and it was his birthday. Oh, so for his birthday, he wanted to take a sunset walk. And I thought, well, that's, kind of strange but okay <laughs> we were walking and then he got down on one knee and there were photographers coming at us and I was like, okay <laughs> really happening oh that's so exciting so tell us a little backstory is he like a high school sweetheart um um no so I actually met him here in Nashville when I was working my staff job before I became a travel nurse I we were introduced between um an old sorority sister introduced us and we met and we never left, left each other's side. And then I was, he had to move to Florida. So I said, why am I as well a travel nurse? Because I really, you know, want to join the front lines. And he said, go, sure. go do it, you know, go do whatever you need to. So I moved to Washington he moved to Florida and we um, got to, tried to see each other like one month or every month for about a week. And then he asked me to marry him. <laughs> so, here we are. Yeah. He's a lucky man. He, I don't know him personally, but he's clearly very he's smart. He's man you'll ever meet. He just, he has that same heart of wanting to help others. And he, he, we both share that together. And he is just a sweet, sweet man who loves everything. He loves me. He loves life. He loves his job. Well, he's right. We, you know, we love him. I, <laughs> we love him. We love him because he loves you. So, so there, amen. There amen. you go. So Kayla, when you think about your level of risk, which is significant. And the pandemic, it seems like impacts each individual person differently. And you both clearly, uh, 
are okay with those risks? And do you ever have anxiety in a moment where you say, oh my gosh, what if, what if me or him, right? Yes. I mean, definitely that anxiety, but I can tell you that I'm not very good at recognizing it. <laughs> that might be a benefit to you. <laughs> She's so refreshing. <laughs> I know. Oh, I need to go work out. But really it's just anxiety from either like you know, my job or maybe, you know, when you're travel nursing, you're trying to find a place to live very quickly and you're right. just like going with the beat of the drum there and just trying to hope, ho we just hope it all falls together. Um, so definitely I get that anxiety, but I try to release it in ways like working out, um, going and having dinner with friends and doing other things that I enjoy um, to release that anxiety. And, and for, for the world who, who spends their life getting away from it, protecting themselves. <laughs> she's running into it. Yeah, like she's running into running it into as it. all healthcare workers are. And I marvel at the ability. Talk about managing fear. I, I don't know of, of a greater fear, you know, every single day, 12 hours a day that you're managing. That's resilience. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you just have to trust, you know, with me, I'm, I'm still learning every day. We're still learning about this virus. We're right. are trying new medications and everything. And I always have that fear, you know, that I, I'm not maybe doing the right thing or, you know, is my, my patient's oxygen demand is going up, you know, and do I need to start looking for an ICU bed? And there's just, there's all kinds of things to go into it, but it always gets better with time and experience. And I would say that every day, you know, you, you reflect on the last day and you say, you know, what did I learn? What can go better next tomorrow and my next shift? Um, and just grow with that and know that that fear is always going to be there, but it's kind of how, how you deal with it and how you, what you learn from it, that you can, you can deal with it better. That you can apply. That sounds like, you know, Miss, Miss America, Miss Pennsylvania, right. where each year you learned more and then went back and then ultimately, um, succeeded at the highest level of Miss Pennsylvania, which is extraordinary. You have a, just a phenomenal mix of um, sense of adventure. Like the fact that you would go into nursing in the middle of a pandemic that we've never lived through uh, before, and then you would be a traveling nurse, so now you're going to just pick yourself up and go to a brand new state, to a brand new city where you know no one, and you don't even know the staff that you'll be thrust into, you know, serving alongside and potentially harm's way. And you can't see a pandemic, you know, so these are huge risks. But what a, a refreshing example here. If, if our future is in your hands, we're, we're doing pretty good. 35,000 miles of strange rooms. I know. Of, of hotels, of people at the front desk, of the enormity of just at every mile along the way. And, and what you really have a spirit for, Kayla, is your independence and yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, as Very evidence. evidence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> by, by, I was a little girl, ask my parents. <laughs> yeah, and, and the love of your life is not there. And you're both sort of united in spirit, but in different places. And does, does your mind, when you're so independent, ever have a tendency to take over? And say what? Whoa, whoa. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. Um, but like I said, it's just learning, you know, how to deal with those things and, and knowing how to cope with them. You know, when you, you lose that sense of independence, okay, I, I need to call somebody, whether it's, you know, my fiance or my mom or somebody that I, they really trust um, and, and lean into them a little bit. You need to know that, that those things are okay, even though right. I am very independent, but you are allowed to lean on other people. 
Your personal board of directors, Kayla. <laughs> yes. They yeah. are my personal board of directors. <laughs> so what would you tell, um, you know, a young person, mid-20s, uh, young lady that's really maybe looking at her future and thinking this is, you know, I'm not sure what the future holds. I'm a little scared of, of making decisions. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, about my career, any inspirational tips for them that that things that you have learned? I know this is a little bit cliche, but don't be afraid of that failure. You know, you might try a path and it might not work, but it might lead to an even greater opportunity if you wouldn't have taken that path and failed that way. Right. Um, I, you know, would have never guessed that I would be in the situation that I'm in, but if I wouldn't have become a nurse and, and taken that leap and then taken that leap into travel nursing, I, I wouldn't be the nurse I am today and I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Um, so just don't be afraid and lean on your people when you have to, but, but take those opportunities and take those risks. Well, I think that's a business vitamin. Take the opportunity, take the risk. Don't shy away from adventure. I mean, she's like the the definition of savvy, spirited stories of success. Well, just the 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 resilience to to again, Kayla, choose choose the positivity. And it isn't as if you have an unlimited supply, but but who do you connect with that essentially fills that back up? Because none of us have unlimited supplies without needing people. And, and being able to have the people that are aligned with the positivity, not somebody always looking at you to take it. Right. Especially in, you know, bedside nursing right now, you, with the staff that you have on the unit, you always find yours that are totally burnout, are miserable to be there. And then you find yours that your staff that make the best of it. And you, right. you gravitate towards those people. Because if you're going to gravitate towards the negative people, it's going to rub off on you. But if you make sure to gravitate towards the positive people, then it will rub off on you and your patient care. You just said it way better than I could. And that's exactly, we choose that, right? We choose the positivity and we choose to gravitate toward that. And and I think that is a key, key business vitamin. So quickly, two things, Kayla, what do you do to recharge? I know you mentioned workout and I know uh, I've, I've followed you on Instagram. So, you, you know, you don't look like you need to work out, but it's probably good mentally, you know, for your mental health and your physical health. How do you recharge? Um, working out is definitely one of them. Um, another one, right now it's wedding planning. Yeah. <laughs> in my, my recharge. Yeah, it's so, so, exciting. Exciting. so yeah. much fun. I love to yeah. plan events and plan everything. So I've been doing that. Um, trying to think of something else. Hanging out with friends, you know, with people that are, are that positive light and you can just, you know, have dinner with and, and share good laughs and good stories. Um, I recharge that way. And another, I mean, whenever I get to visit my fiance on the beach, I, I definitely oh. lay on the beach and recharge <laughs> with a book. and Some vitamin D there. Yeah, that's awesome. And where can we find you? Where can the listeners find you, Kayla? And how can they buy your book? You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at K underscore Repasky. Um, and you can buy my book on Amazon. I actually have the link saved on my Instagram if you want Great. to click the link there. Great. Well, I uh, want to thank you, Kayla, for, for what I call doing the Lord's work. And that extraordinary light in a time, in any time, but in a time when, when a lot of people are struggling and, and grasping for and just hearing these 30 minutes is going to inspire um, any number of people. Uh, first and foremost, myself. So thank you so much. And I hope it's an awesome weekend. 
Well, and we thank you and all the healthcare workers that have been on the front lines, call like I said, running to the bedside Amen. when the rest of us have the opportunity and privilege to, you know, work from home. That wasn't your um, privilege. And I doubt you would have taken that anyway if you could have had a desk job in, Probably in not. this situation. <laughs> it was her calling. But uh, I'm blessed to know you have just done incredible things in you know, 20 some years. So Annie and I are excited to see what the next year holds. And we'll be watching Instagram and following and celebrating with you all your wedding planning. Well, thank you. (laughs) Congratulations, Kayla. Kayla, thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day.